the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. It's the 63rd annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Top PRCA Cowboys compete for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses. Celebrate past champions or join in the live Calcutta of Cowboys on August the 2nd. The Champions Ride August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Exit 7 on I-94 east of Beach, North Dakota. Gates open at 10. The excitement begins at 1. Advanced tickets and information at hotrmd.com. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The Signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. It's three minutes past the hour. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Well, as the music suggests, it's time for our next Honor Our Fathers segment. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. We want to honor our spiritual fathers each week on Real Presence Live with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. Of course, a good father would share, right, Father Will? You would think so, absolutely. (laughs) Let us know who you would like to honor each week on Real Presence Live, and we'll draw a name and share stories of great spiritual fathers. This week, we'd like to honor Father Tom Grafsgaard, pastor of the Church of St. Joseph in Beulah, North Dakota. Congratulations, Father. And uh, we, at Real Presence Live, will be sending him some donuts, courtesy of Jacinta Sponskowski of Town and Country Realty, serving the Fargo, Moorhead, and surrounding areas, 701-388-3948. Casey is the person who nominated him, saying, Father Grafsgaard was my religion teacher when I was in high school. I went to Bishop Ryan Catholic School. He was an amazing teacher. 
I kind of struggled, uh, Casey says, in high school, but then he showed up and helped me through my sophomore year. He was always there if I needed to talk or just needed him to listen to me talk. Father Tom, to me, is a special kind of friend. When they announced that Father Tom was reassigned, it was pretty sad. I pray for him every day. God bless you, Father Tom. Again, we'd like to congratulate Father Tom Grafsgaard on being chosen for this week's Honor Our Fathers segment. Thanks also to our sponsor, Jacinta Splanskowski of Town and Country Realty, for helping to sponsor today's segment and providing donuts for Father and his staff. That's Jacinta Splanskowski of Town and Country Realty, serving the Fargo, Moorhead, and surrounding areas. 701 388 3948. Now that we've honored one of our great fathers, one of our wonderful priests, we're going to talk with another wonderful priest about a pilgrimage coming up. That's uh, mm-hmm. very interesting. I think a lot of people are going to want to get on board with, with, with this. Uh, I think the seats are going to go quickly. St. John Paul II. He's one of the great saints of our time. What should we, what would it be like to follow in his footsteps? Father Richard Kunst of the Diocese of Duluth will take us on a tour of this holy man's life and share how you can truly walk where this saint has walked. Uh, Father Richard Kunst, are you, uh, are you there? Yep. Ah, welcome to Real Presence Live. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Now, you're planning a tour to the beautiful country of Poland. How, how did this come about, and uh, have you done this tour before? Well, I've not done this tour before, but I've done several tours before, and I always work with the same company, or at least in recent years. It's called Nowis International. They're a fairly well-known tour company, and the the whole Poland thing came about primarily due to my devotion to, to John Paul II. I've got a, you might call me, a, 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 what they used to say, a part of the John Paul II generation, and so I've got a great love for him. And, and so this is my first time ever to Poland, but I work with, you know, they'll be professional tour guides, and, and so uh, that's what it, it basically got fostered based on my love for, for John Paul. Wonderful. Now, I, I, I think uh, most, if not all, of the list- listeners are aware that Poland is the home country of St. John Paul II, um, but it's a country that a lot of us don't know, you know a lot of details about. So what, where are some of the sites, and uh, what might be special about some of the sites that you're going to be visiting on this, on this pilgrimage? Sure. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the one thing that's going to be particularly unique about this tour is that, you know, this tour company now is like any large tour company. They have what you might call boilerplate tours where it's like, you know, it's all, and, and all you know, it's always the same, you know, no matter where you go. But but they give me an opportunity to, to actually change things up. And so uh, I'm actually a fairly good friend with George Weigel, who is the biographer of John Paul II. And I actually asked Mr. Weigel to give me some advice. I I forwarded to him the tour that Nowis had produced, and I said, okay, what should I cut out and what should I add that's not in here to really experience the life of John Paul II? And so this tour, in, in part at least, was, for, was actually modeled by George Weigel, and, uh, and so that makes it very unique. I don't know how many tours are like that. And so we're really, we're really going to be focusing uh, uh, a lot of our time in the, uh, um, you know, the Wadowice, Krakow area, to where John Paul spent much of his time and, and hitting sites that probably wouldn't normally be on a regular Poland tour because we are focusing it so much on John Paul II. Excellent. This is Real Presence Live. It's about 
Eight minutes past the hour. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Will Thompson. We're speaking with Father Richard Kunst about an upcoming pilgrimage he's leading in the footsteps of John Paul II to Poland. Also, you're going to be stopping in Prague and Vienna, I believe. And um, uh, I, 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 for a number of years ago, I had the privilege of going on uh, this same type of tour. And I was amazed at how many different sites of interest there were all in the Krakow area. I mean, there was the Divine Mercy Shrine. There was John Paul II's birthplace in Varavice. I uh, was able to have one of their famous Pope Cakes in Varavice. <laughs> uh, also, the church in Varavice was, uh, uh, is where John Paul II was baptized. We got to see where he was baptized. It was amazing. And also, uh, Prague is a beautiful city as well. What, what are the dates of the tour, Father? Yeah, so the uh, it's coming up actually November, November 4th through the 14th. And, uh, you know, I mean, one of the things is that we are, you know, actually towards the end of the time where we can accept new people. We, we, get, we get the opportunity to accept new people, but if people are listening and are interested, they, they really should be reaching out to me relatively soon because it's usually the 90-day to 100-day period of time out where the tour kind of gets wrapped up as far as its size. And so we're right on that edge. And so uh, people can just, you know, reach out to me by contacting St. James Church in Duluth. If you want to just Google it, St. James Catholic Church in Duluth, that's where I'm at. Uh, I could give you a number, too, but most people don't have a pen and paper to write it down. But it's 218-624-0125. That's 218-624-0125. And, and, uh, and so, yeah, November 4th is the takeoff date, and we're flying out of the Twin Cities. Excellent. Father Kuntz, uh, with this being your first pilgrimage to Poland, what are you particularly looking forward to? I am, uh, because of my devotion to John Paul II and it being my first time, I, that's what I really want to focus on. And that's why I got you know, George Weigel to help me out with this, to really take advantage of the, the John Paul II element to it. And so um, I'm, I, I don't know that this is going to be possible, but I'm also hoping to try and arrange something with Cardinal Jivitz to have some sort of interaction with the group. But hmm. I haven't even tried that yet. I haven't started that yet, but that's certainly on my, my radar to do as we approach it and get a little bit closer and so, uh, for me, it's all John Paul II. That's where that's where my interest mostly lies. That's fantastic. That is. So, uh, again, for our, for our listeners, uh, there are still some openings, um, but uh, with the pilgrimage happening November 4th through the 14th, uh, you will have to sign up very soon. Uh, you can contact the parish at 218-624-0125. A wonderful opportunity uh, to be able to walk in the footsteps of St. John Paul II. Uh, I did have that opportunity a few years ago myself at World Youth Day, um, and especially visiting Varavice. Uh, it, was, it was really special, really special to be in that church where, where he prayed, or where he worshipped, um, uh, where he was baptized. Uh, really, really a great opportunity. I suppose when you were there, it was World Youth Day, so there was like another million people, too. It was a bit crowded. I <laughs> have a feeling that your pilgrimage is going to be much less crowded than ours. Yeah. Were. Father Kunst, uh, thank you. Uh, but I, I want to give you uh, just a last last chance here. Anything else that you would like to share about this, uh, this pilgrimage uh, to encourage people to uh, fill out your group? No, I just I would just uh, encourage people to you know give it some thought. If they've ever wanted to, to do Poland, never had the opportunity to uh, arise, this is a good chance. And in large part, the thing, the selling point from my standpoint is that George Weigel, his biographer, actually helped design this, and so that's a unique thing. And so 
Uh, and so if anybody out there has got a particular devotion to John Paul, like I, I've got, uh, this is probably going to be your best bet to, to see uh, his, his world, that where John Paul spent the majority of his life. And so we know that in addition to Poland, uh, you're also going to Vienna, going to Prague. But, um, could, could you list some of, the, uh, some of the sites that you'll be visiting as a part of this pilgrimage uh, while you're well, in Poland? Yeah, well, like Czestochowa, which is obviously a big thing that was important to, mm-hmm. to John Paul II. You know, it was a big devotion for him, as anybody that's Polish, Our Lady of Czestochowa. We're also obviously going to be hitting Auschwitz, which is right, you know, right there as well. Um, uh, uh, Jan Zagora Monastery, which has also um, played a role in his in his uh, life, and and um, you know, any if we have familiarity with John Paul's uh, life, we're going to be trying to hit almost all those things of his life in in uh, in Poland. So Saint Stanislaus Kafka, where he attended as a child, and uh, he said his second mass as a priest. We're going to be visiting that church as well. So. Uh, just a lot of John Paul stuff. So if you're a John Paul junkie like me, this is your trip. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember going to Yasnagora as well and seeing Our Lady of Chestahova, the the uh, the icon there, the, and and also the, all of the crutches on yes. the wall, yep. all the miracles that all the prayers that have been answered by Our Lady by by Jesus through Our Lady, uh, and also uh, just just remember remembering Krakow. Uh, I mean, I've been to Europe. A handful of times now. I love Rome. I love, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I, but Krakow is my favorite city. Mm-hmm. And Prague is a close second, honestly. Yeah. That is a gorgeous city. I remember going to see, uh, uh, what is it, Prague, Prague Castle or the cathedral there where they have the tomb of St. Wenceslas mm-hmm. is there. Also the shrine uh, of our infant of Prague. Right. Uh, and are these also sites that you plan on visiting in, in Prague? Uh, um, you know what? I, I'm not exactly sure about that Prague part. The Prague is going to be it's going to be fairly brief in Prague. That's how we that's where we kind of uh, end our uh, our journey. But the infant of Prague is obviously very famous, and so uh, if it's not on our schedule, I'll certainly make sure it gets on our schedule. <laughs> sure. But uh, you know, the, the nice thing about uh, like Krakow and versus Rome, like you go to Rome and I go to Rome on a regular basis. You see, it's like, I always say it's Catholic wonderland, you know, but, but the faith isn't really strong there, whereas you go to Poland, and you know that the faith is strong there, and so it's a real strong Catholic uh, country, you know. And so that always adds to, you know, the experience of going to these countries that are not only, you know, Catholic in their history, but Catholic in the reality of it, you know. Yeah. I remember that's going. wonderful. You know, Father Kunst, uh, know of my prayers and blessing for you on this pilgrimage. Uh, hope, hope that everything goes very smoothly, and uh, most of all, that it's a, uh, really a faith-building experience for everybody that goes along, including yourself. Absolutely. Thank you very much. They can just reach out at uh, St. John's Catholic Church in Duluth. Just Google me, and uh, all my information is right there as, as far as reaching out if people are interested, but you have to act uh, fairly quickly. You can also contact... Father Kunst at 218-624-0125 in order to find out about this fabulous pilgrimage coming up November 4th through the 14th, 2019 to Poland, uh, Prague, and Vienna. Great. All right. Thanks, Father Kunst. Thank you very much. Uh, Sounds like a a wonderful 
pilgrimage. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I was able to go there with World Youth Day, but it would be a different experience with, <laughs> without a million million people hanging around. Um, and so, any of our listeners that are thinking about it, it's it's definitely worthwhile. Um, yeah, I haven't had a lot of experiences, but uh, just a few where you know you read about a person or you hear about a person, or you see them on TV, like St. John Paul II, but actually walking where he walked, you, you get a better sense of the life growing up. Uh, there's a one, there's a wonderful museum right there uh, at at Vadovice, uh, right next to the parish where he grew up, um, and just really goes goes in depth uh, in, into his life. I uh, I hope that they are also able to meet up with is it Cardinal Jivich? Yes. Uh, I remember when I was there, we darkened the doors of the cathedral. There was an event happened to be going on right there, and at, at that time, Archbishop Jivish was presiding. Uh, he was on, way on the other side of the cathedral, and, and it might have been a good thing that uh, we had that distance between us because uh, a number of years earlier when I, I was m- meeting John Paul II, he, uh, Bishop Jivish, then the Pope's personal secretary, shooed me away from the Pope with the Pope's cane. Uh-huh. That's, that's another story for another time. But that anyway. sounds like a little bit more than shooing. Uh, he, he was insistent that I get away from John Paul II. Uh, I, I, I can understand that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. We are, we're going to take some... <laughs> up next, buckle up for the 10-minute tour around the area with local events. Later in the show, Deacon John Hayes will be with us to share about the goodness of the life of a deacon. This is Matt Wilkham. And Father Will Thompson. More on Real Presence Live next. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Twenty minutes past the hour. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham. Father Will Thompson here with me, pastor of Pox Christi Parish in Rochester, where we're broadcasting from St. James Coffee. Come on by and see us. Grab a cup of Joe, and uh, we would love to see you here. Right now, it's our 10-minute tour of local events. And we have, first off, Jane on the phone from Yankton, South Dakota, talking about a forgiveness and mercy healing retreat. Good morning, Jane. Good morning. Tell us about your event. Uh, It starts this weekend. We have Father Richard McAleer. Coming, he uh, will start on Friday night. The name of the conference is Forgiveness and Mercy. And um, because it's so essential that we are able to, by forgiving people, we're extending mercy and we receive that back ourselves. So the conference starts on Friday evening with registration starting at 5.30. And then we will have a half an hour of praise and worship where we do lift our voices to praise the Lord and just to worship Him in preparation for Mass at 7 o'clock. And then a conference will start up the next morning again at 8.30 with more praise and worship and, and a couple of conferences in the morning. In the afternoon, there'll be prayer teams available, another conference, and just more talking on healing. And then uh, Saturday evening is math again and, uh, and then uh, a healing service. And Father McAleer is very um, strong in Eucharistic uh, healing. He has... has most Catholics uh, believe that the, the presence, the real presence of, of Jesus uh, is such a powerful thing, and we just really um, come before the Lord humbly and ask for healing. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, at this point, people do not have to register. Walk-ins are, re- are welcome. This late, we're not going to be making name tags or anything, so everybody is welcome uh, to receive uh, healing and forgiveness from the Lord. Excellent. And uh, again, that is a Forgiveness and Mercy Healing okay. Retreat, July 19th and 20th at St. Benedict Church in Yankton. The website is Correct. ajoyfulshout.com. Again, ajoyfulshout.com. Thanks so much, Jane. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. All right. We are moving on to a sadder note. Uh, we have uh, the funeral for the late Bishop Emeritus, Paul Zipfel. 
coming up in Bismarck, North Dakota. Sonia, why don't you tell us a little bit about the funeral coming up and how people are able to take part in praying for the late bishop. Uh, Yes, Uh, the funeral mass for Bishop Emeritus Paul Zippel uh, that will be held in Bismarck uh, will be visitation starting on Sunday, July 21st at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck from 2 to 8 p.m. with awake service at 7 p.m. We continue then on Monday uh, with visitation on Monday, July 22nd with visitation from 9 to 11 a.m. also at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck. Office of the Dead will be prayed at 10.45 a.m. The Catholic Funeral Mass will be held at 11.30 a.m. with burial at St. Mary's Cemetery here in Bismarck immediately following the Funeral Mass. Um, Bishop will also, uh, Bishop Zippel will also have services held for him in St. Louis. It's the Archdiocese of St. Louis um, where he was a pastor prior to being assigned the bishop in Bismarck um, back in 1997. Uh, there will be services this week as well in St. Louis for Bishop Zippel. So people have two chances uh, uh, at different locations to pray for him. And uh, while we encourage people to go to the funeral, public seating is limited. Um, uh, how else would people be able to take part if they're not able to be at the funeral? The Diocese of Bismarck is planning to live stream the funeral mass at, at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit on Monday, July 22nd. And for more information, you can go to our, our diocese website at BismarckDiocese.com. All right. Thank you, Sonia. And may Bishop Emeritus Paul Zipfel rest in peace. BismarckDiocese.com for that information again. Next up, we have an unspoken outdoor acoustic concert. I mean, there's going to be things said at this concert and even sung. (laughs) But anyway, Deacon Paul is on the phone from Marvin, South Dakota, to tell us about this concert. Good morning, Deacon. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, there's going to be some, there's certainly going to be uh, wonderful music going on, uplifting, hopeful. And there's going to be inspirational music. It's going to be Christ-centered. It's an acoustic outdoor concert. I like acoustic because I'm over 50, but uh, actually it appeals to kids probably more so than it would to uh, uh, older adults. Um, I mentioned it to several youth groups, and you and my, uh, my daughter who's in her, her mid twenties, and she goes, "Yeah, I've got lots of uh, lots of unspoken songs on my playlist." So, really excited about bringing such a big band to uh, the Abbey of the Hills and doing an outdoor concert. It should be great. Um, Ten dollars, ten dollars a person. If you got kids that are twelve and under, they're free. Bring your lawn chairs, your blankets. It'll be a fun, fun time. I think they have a new CD out as well. I'm a big fan of Unspoken, the band as well. And, uh, it's it's yeah. going to be great. And acoustic is, gives a certain fresh flavor to They're the coming music. back. Yeah. yeah. They're coming back from Hills Alive, the big um, Christian music concert out in the Black Hills. And they're working their way back to, um, to Nashville. And our outstanding event coordinator, and aren't able to uh, hear them for this concert. So, yeah, we're really excited. We're uh we looked at the weather and prayed about it, certainly, and it uh, looks like the uh, high is 77, and it's supposed really nice in the afternoon. So we're just grateful for the opportunity and want to welcome everybody to come to the Abbey of the Hills. Excellent. And that's uh, this is coming Sunday, July 21st at 5 p.m., the Abbey 5 of the Hills. 
Yeah, go to our website, abbeyofthehills.org, if you need more information. Thanks, guys. God bless you. Thank you. Abbeyofthehills.org. More information on that unspoken outdoor acoustic concert. And uh, what's our next event, Father? Our next event is coming up August 2nd through the 4th. Uh, there will be a Marion retreat August 2nd through the 4th of this year at the Broomtree Retreat Center. Broomtree Retreat Center is near Irene, South Dakota. Uh, it's a little outside of Yankton, South Dakota. And uh, they invite you for a fruit-filled weekend with our mother, the Virgin Mary, August 2nd through the 4th. This retreat will be directed by Dr. Terry Kemmer and begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon. During the retreat, you will journey with Mary through the scriptures as you ponder her life and actions. Plus, the Our Lady of Guadalupe missionary image will be present. To register, please call 605-263-0140. I'm sorry, 1040. Pardon me. Again, that number is 605-263-1040. Or you can go online to broom-tree.org. That's a wonderful experience, broomtree. Broomtree uh, Broom-tree.org, that is. And also uh, we have coming up an annual evening of healing prayers and mass in Duluth. And that's uh, coming up on Monday, July 29th. There will be an evening of healing prayers and mass at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary, 2801 East 4th Street in Duluth. Please join them to pray for and receive prayers for healing. Mass is celebrated at 6 p.m., followed by individual prayers. You're also welcome and encouraged to attend Adoration, which is held from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Confessions from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. that same day. Again, that is... An evening of healing and prayers and Mass at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary in Duluth. That's on Monday, July 29th. That wraps up our 10-minute tour. We feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122. And we'd be very happy to feature it. Again, that number, 877-795-0122. Coming up next, Deacon John Hayes will share the beauty of being one step closer to the priesthood. And later, Cat Letelier will sit down with us to share how a cup of coffee can make a good vehicle for evangelization. A tasty one as well. You are listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Will Thompson. Real Presence Live continues. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. 
If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Will Thompson, along with Matt Welcome. Had a wonderful show here so far, and as we move into uh, our next conversation, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the vocation of the diaconate. And uh, there's two different ways that uh, deacons come to be. Uh, One is the transitional diaconate. We also have the permanent diaconate. It's really the same thing, uh, just a matter of what direction they intend to go. And... um, I think with with deacons sometimes there's um, I don't know it's it's one of those it's one of those vocations that is not fully known uh, not fully understood and it makes sense because it really wasn't until the Second Vatican Council that the Church reinstituted the permanent diaconate uh, bringing deacons into a more public role into the Church uh, but deacons have been around for a long time uh, especially in that transitional period going from seminarian to deacon. To priest, and so for a lot of people, I think when it comes to the diaconate, uh, what they're familiar with is what happens on Sunday morning. 
Yeah, they see they might see a deacon at mass on Sunday, uh, assisting at mass, uh, proclaiming the gospel, preaching occasionally. Um, you know, a few more people might be familiar with uh, the you know deacons celebrating baptisms, uh, maybe a funeral outside of mass, uh, and, and that's certainly important. That's a, a very helpful uh, role that deacons can take part in. Um, but ultimately, they're ordained to service. They are. They're ordained for that, that gift of, of uh, servanthood. Um, and uh, I think one of the, one of the powerful images uh, that we have from deacons, and I've heard several deacons talk about this, um, is that the washing of the feet. You know, where, where Jesus, the Last Supper, washes the feet. And I think it, it pairs really well because we also know at the Last Supper that Jesus gave us his body and his blood. Uh, he gave us his very self, uh, which is uh, commemorated, you know, do this in remembrance of me, uh, by priests. So you have those two main actions that Jesus does at the Last Supper being represented in the priest and in the deacon. And it's, uh, it's, it's really a wonderful gift uh, you know, to have deacons in the church, uh, to have that uh, physical, vocational reminder of who Jesus is as a servant and that life that we are called to as well. And it makes sense, too, that the diaconate is a step on the way to the priesthood. I think it's fitting because if you're going to be a, a true leader, you need to know how to serve first. That's right. And so our, our Lord, in his wisdom, through the church's hierarchy, their decision-making, you know, he blesses uh, the, the decisions that the Pope and the, and, and the bishops make. And they've decided to now reinstate uh, this permanent diaconate that had kind of laid dormant for, for a while. But now the church is rediscovering the importance of being a servant and her ministers being servants and so that they can be that servant leader. That, that Jesus is. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to remember my history right now. I mean, I want to say it was over a thousand years that we didn't have permanent deacons. Wow. You know, we had transitional deacons because uh, you would always, always be ordained a deacon before being ordained a priest. Um, but but it is, you know, it, it is a vocation that remains within you. I get reminded on a regular basis by some of our permanent deacons, uh, and they'll say, you know, Father Will, don't forget, you're still a deacon. And, um, you know, it's something I'm, I'm conscientious of, but it's, it's good to have that reminder, too, uh, to say that, yes, I'm still ordained for service, uh, to be able to serve uh, my sister and brother uh, in need. And just as, uh, correct me as if I'm wrong, just as a priest undergoes an ontological change within his soul a permanent change conforming him to christ the priest uh, the the one who offers himself for the world mm -hmm. similarly when a man is ordained a deacon i believe there's a similar thing going on there there's an ontological change that's right where you have you have received the sacrament of orders and not in the same way it's not a sacerdotal or priestly ordination mm -hmm. but it is you're being ordained, your soul is being changed, more conformed towards Christ the servant. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, we talk about in persona Christi Capitis, you know, in, in the person of Christ the head, um, which is most properly uh, associated with the bishops. But both deacons and priests participate in the ministry and the life of the bishop uh, through service, 
and through the priesthood. And so, yeah, there, there is that ontological, ontological change that when you are ordained, your, your soul changes, just like in baptism. Uh, we, we experience that again uh, in confirmation, uh, where our, the nature of our soul changes. Uh, and really, really just a beautiful, beautiful gift. Um, and, you know, deacons are a gift to the church. Yeah, they, they really are. I, I, again, I, I think there are so many uh, parishes, so many areas that are still just getting accustomed to deacons or perhaps have never seen a deacon. They, they, they still don't know really what a deacon is, what a deacon does. Um, but they are a gift to the church uh, in that area of service, um, both personally giving service to others, uh, but also reminding others of everybody's call to be a servant. And... I think what's remarkable about the diaconate is to be able to see the variety, you know, the, the variety of gifts, the v- variety of needs that are out there when it comes to service. Uh, whether it's, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I know deacons who have helped with free clinics, uh, you know, to bring bring medical care uh, to to those who can't afford it. I, I've known deacons to help with, uh, you know, birthright. Uh, some of those areas is, that really support the the dignity of the human person. I've seen deacons that you know go to the the food shelves uh, and support the food shelves, uh, you know, uh, lunch programs for the homeless. Uh, There's so many different ways that deacons are are able to serve, uh, and it, it really is a gift to the church to have someone who isn't a, vol- you know, a volunteer, it's not even a super volunteer, but it's someone whose life is, has been changed for that purpose. Right. I, I, I was blown away when I was recently reading the catechism about the role of deacons and what they do, not only in the liturgy, what people mostly think of a deacon doing is, you know, he holds a chalice up during the Eucharistic prayer, during the great amen. Uh, kneels there by the altar during the words of consecration when the priest is saying those and helping generally get things done in and around the altar, proclaiming the gospel, sometimes preaching <laughs> as well. Uh, but that I, I, was, I was blown away when I, when I read that also a deacon's act of charity outside of church is actually a liturgical action. It's an mm-hmm. extension of the liturgy. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that he can lead the rest of us, again, to remind us that we should all be such servants as well. That's right. And I think in a particular way, you know, at that moment we say, you know, let us offer each other a sign of peace. You know, that, that, that charity, that service uh, is meant to bring the peace, of, be, the peace of Christ to others. Yeah. Blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah. So deacons, I think in a certain way, are the they, add, they, they act as kind of a bridge yeah. between the priests and the laity, because even though they're not technically laity anymore, nope. they kind of have a foot in both worlds. Well, and, and one of the reasons for that, and here we have another difference between transitional and permanent deacon, right. is you know, permanent deacons are able to be married. Right. Uh, transitional deacons, because they are moving towards the priesthood, would not be married. However, you could be a permanent deacon uh, and be unmarried, um, whether that's because you were never married or uh, you know perhaps your wife passed away um, and you were ordained, or, or after you were ordained, your wife passes away, but there is still that promise of, uh, of chastity so that, you know, if your wife precedes you in death, you're not able to marry. Um, you know, some people have wondered, well, if deacons get married, why can't priests, uh, get married? Um, but there, there is a different, there's a different vocation. There's a different purpose for that. Well, this has been a great conversation about deacons, transitional and permanent. Yeah. Appreciate this, Father Will. 
Uh, let's see. Coming up, you won't want to miss Cat Letelier to talk about the good ministry of St. James Coffee. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Matt Wilcom along with Father Will Thompson. Stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. 45 minutes past the hour. I'm Matt Wilcom along with Father Will Thompson of the Winona Rochester Diocese. And we are broadcasting it live from St. James Coffee in Rochester. This place is hopping and... Part of that is the coffee, and part of that is the fellowship. Mm-hmm. And there, we have also someone in studio. Studio, this <laughs> this co- coffee shop is our studio. We have Cat Letelier to uh, tell us about all of how all of this came about. And this is a, nothing short of a miracle in my mind. Yeah, how absolutely. this coffee shop came. Well, welcome. Yeah, thank you. So my name is Cat Letelier. I'm the current president of the St. James Board. Um, I came on a just this past January after being loosely associated with St. James for about three or four years. Um, so uh, basically I helped to organize St. James's events behind the scenes. We have community outreach. We try and host church um, coffee afternoons and just to be a place in the community for the parishes to all come together and kind of have a middle ground 
where people can encounter Christ in the community. <laughs> so certainly a lot more than just coffee. <laughs> Much more than just coffee. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, we've, uh, we, we have been uh, hosting here for mm-hmm. about a year and a half now. Uh, you have been involved for three or four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it goes even beyond that. Yes, uh, it does. How, how long has St. James been in existence, and how did it come about? So St. James itself was the, was the idea of a newly ordained priest um, named Father Matt Fashnacht. So this was back in t- 2008. And he had been challenged to think of ways to be like St. Paul, who had gone out to the marketplace to the people to try and share the good news, to evangelize. So he wanted a place to be a middle ground to make that happen here in the present. So he succeeded. So after four years of planning and fundraising, he opened in July of 2012 at this establishment here in Northwestern Rochester. Um, And we are conveniently right across from Pax Christi, which is one of the Catholic church or Catholic parishes here in Rochester. Um, oh, uh, so he named it after St. James the Apostle, who was one of the original 12, and he's, he's a patron saint of pilgrims and laborers, among other things, and he was chosen to be the patron saint here. Wow. So Excellent. Well, the people traveling about, uh, wanting a cup of joe, or and or some fellowship can stop by here you can stop by here this morning and we are going to be broadcasting for another what, about 10 minutes here we'd love to we'd love to meet you we'd love to catch up a little bit with you um, again we're in northwest rochester you're listening to real presence live i'm matt wilcom along with father will thompson uh, what kind of things go on at, at st james coffee what kind of events along with of course us hosting real presence live Yes, so we have got quite a few events. So we have um, something called the Christian Witness Series where we gather people from the community to come and share their personal story and their their faith journey. Um, so we also have the um, Adventures, uh, um, which is a, a travel agency that we partner with, and they host different um, pilgrimages around the entire world. So we have people who are able to come and get you hooked up with that. Um, we have Bible studies, uh, of which I host one of them, actually. It's called, um, Where Did the Bible Come From? A Bible study on the Bible. Um, we have uh, book clubs. We have people who host um, a variety of other um, talks and informational um, just sit-downs. Everything is pretty informal. Everything is run by volunteers, people who decide that they have a calling, that they want to reach out to the community and create an environment for people to encounter Christ. And of course, that's part of the part of the purpose uh, of of this this building uh, to be able to have a place of encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you talked about kind of that in between. Uh, that, you know, for some people, going directly into a church uh, could be a little overwhelming. Yes. It, could, it could it could be a bit much. But uh, coming to a coffee house, uh, it's it's different. So of course that that's that's perhaps the draw uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of people as they come yeah. here for their coffee. So uh, you know, as we talk about being a coffee house. What, what can people get when they come here, aside from the faith? <laughs> oh, well, in a practical way, you can yeah. get a really good cup of coffee. We've got uh, quite a wide variety, and we also have some specialty drinks, um, and they all have a little bit of a, a Catholic twist to their name. We have the St. Dominic's Black and White. We've got the St. Teresa's Peanut Butter. Very clever. And so, and we also have like non, non-caffeinated drinks, like fresh lemonade and smoothies and 
Um, you can also just get pastries, cookies, oatmeal. We have salads and, and wraps and just ice drinks for the hot weather. So there's a wide variety of stuff that you can come and get here, not just coffee. And in your experience, um, you know, just how has this this initiative built up your faith personally? Having some place like this to come to and to hang out and feel like you're with like-minded people or having just a place that you know that is reaching out to the community like this in a kind of a passive evangelization. What, what is that like? What's that been like for you? Oh, so for me, so my, my initial encounter with St. James was actually leading a high school girls theology discussion where we would just come here and informally discuss things about both the faith and God and, and Catholicism specifically and how it interacts with the world. And we did, I did that for about two years and it was, it was, and it was so refreshing and just invigorating to be able to apply what what I know and and to spread it to other people and and here at St. James that spontaneous conversations are able to just bubble up like they they don't have to be it's not just tolerated it's not just you know permitted but it's actually really encouraged here within these walls to discuss God and to bring forward any any questions that you've had or any stumbling blocks or anything that's made you particularly excited because you will find those like-minded people who have that kind of stirring in their heart where they want to encounter other people who who also engage in that sort of thing so thank you and you're, you're listening to real presence live i'm father will thompson along with matt wilcom and we're talking with cat uh, latelier uh, uh right here at saint james coffee house talking about St. James yeah. Coffee House. So, you know, many thanks to you for uh, for letting us host the radio show here. We uh, love having from, you. Uh, Thank uh, you. On occasion, it's it's really great, and it, and it's fun just to see people running around. I've got a little kid pointing at me right now, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, as you've been talking a lot about you know what happens here, mm-hmm. uh, not only at the coffee side house, but also uh, some of the Bible studies and mm-hmm. uh, some of the series uh, that we have, the witness series in particular. Yes. Um, what else? How else would you describe uh, what what sets Saint James Coffee House apart from other coffee houses? Well, one very distinct physical feature we actually have a chapel here in the coffee shop. It actually has the tabernacle where we house Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity here within these walls. So some people have made it their morning routine to come and order coffee, go in pray with Christ, and then go out and start their day. And it's a beautiful routine to get into. Um, We're finding more and more people are starting to do that. It's a way to just refresh yourself and orient yourself in a way that is Christ-centered and be ready to face the day. Mm -hmm. So the chapel is one of the most distinct things that we have here. So. It's a beautiful uh, way to start your day. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at right behind you this stained glass window of yep. St. John Paul II. Is that is that who the chapel is named after? Um, no, uh, it is. It, we usually just call it the chapel. I don't know if it's actually <laughs> under the special I, I patronage of St. John Paul II. Yeah, patronage of St. John Paul II. At the very least. And then on the other side of the door, which you can't see, there is also a stained glass of St. James itself. So mm-hmm. it's kind of. Kind of both of them. And uh, St. James itself was established with the call of St. John Paul II's call to the new evangelization. So this is also kind of a kind of the tip of the hat to 
St. John Paul and his role in bringing this apostolate about. Yeah, and, and, and this, you know, this really is the new evangelization yes. right here. You know, new ways, new mm-hmm. means, new ardor. Uh, uh, that's the way that the gospel is presented. Yes. Uh, you know, it needs to look different. We've, we, we began the show today talking about the millennial generation and some of the needs that the millennial generation has uh, to grow in their own faith, some of which are the same as all of us. Mm-hmm. But there's some other realities that are unique to them. Yes. And so, you know, being able to spend time in a coffee shop, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing yeah. uh, for, for, for anybody. You know, not, not even just those who like coffee, yeah. uh, but and, anybody. And we get people in here. This isn't just exclusively for Catholics. This is for Christians. This is for people who are agnostic or atheist. And we do get those people in our doors also. And those, for me, end up being the most intriguing conversations. Yeah, and I know I come sometimes on sat- Saturday mornings and there'll be a, a group of uh, Lutheran pastors yes. uh, getting yep. together for a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's really, really neat to see that happening. So, Kate, as we're, as we're coming into our last minute here with you, uh, is there anything else that you would like to share? Uh, anything else you would like to add about uh, life here at St. James Coffee? Um, I guess just two very brief things. So we are almost 100% run by volunteers. We are literally supported and sustained by the communities around us. So if anyone would like to come and be a part of this, come on in and sign up to be a volunteer. We've, we train every single one of our baristas, and we have people from 16 all the way on up. Every single generation is represented, and there really is a place here for every person. So come and see what we're about, and, and I, hope you, I hope you enjoy your experience while you're here. And then in a week and a half, so on Saturday, um, September, uh, September, July 27th, we're kind of... I want, I want, you know, don't, 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 don't speed up the summer. I don't know. wish away the summer. Oh my goodness. So uh, at the, uh, on Saturday the 27th, we're having a eight-year anniversary for St. James mm. Coffee House. Eight we're years. having a birthday party, but we're also... Um, having a welcome celebration in conjunction with that for our brand new manager, Melissa Scacho. We have a new event coordinator, um, Sherry Diedrich Johnson. We've got a new event coordinator, Michael Hastings, and we're saying goodbye to a very long time uh, presence here, um, Margaret Mulligan. So come and see the new faces, come and say goodbye to those who are leaving us, and come and get some free coffee and some uh, free cake from Canadian Hunger. Wow. Well, maybe even think about uh, volunteering here. That's a good thing to <laughs> keep yeah. in mind. If you come to volunteer, you can be trained to be a barista. Yes, exactly. Excellent. Kat Latelier, thanks so much for being here this morning and for allowing us again to broadcast from this space at St. James Coffee. Yep. Really great stuff. Yeah, thank you Blessings so much. Blessings on your day. Yep. We have a preview of the next Real Presence Live with Aaron. Absolutely. Thank you very much, guys. This has been such a fun show today. We've got another fun show coming up here. We're on the road at the Country Kitchen in Dickinson with Monsignor Patrick Schumacher. We're going to be sitting down with Art Bill and Hunter Jerome on the family legacy of Jerome Distributing. Then Monsignor Schumacher will take your questions during Straight Talk. We'll also be praying for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. Sit down with the owner of Country Kitchen, Marlo Nelson, to talk about the beautiful things that she's found, the blessings that she's found with the Country Kitchen. 
We'll also speak with Mike Kidrowski on the heart of your legacy, the heart of giving, and Deacon Thane Barnier on the Legion of Mary. All this coming up here right on Real Presence Live. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Aaron. Sounds like a great show. And uh, Father Will, we've had a wonderful time here at St. James Coffee. We have had a wonderful time. I think that uh, Kat's son decided that she had been on the air long enough. It was time. Uh, and <laughs> had, to, had to be reunited. Be there. a producer so someday. They are, they are back together. <laughs> so really a wonderful, wonderful show. Many blessings to all of our listeners. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be able to have these conversations with you and uh, keep keep tuning in to Real Presence Live. Keep calling in to the Straight Talk session. Keep sending us your prayers. We really do want to talk with you and we want to pray for you. Remember that Real Presence Radio is your family of faith and hope. More great Catholic programming coming up in just a moment. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.